forward. There is a story behind how I came to write this book. As you will soon learn, my life with Ted Terry, my partner for 27 years, was anything but peaceful. It was punctuated with sharp ups and downs, along with moments when I believed I was incapable of continuing in my efforts to shore up his spirits as well as my own. The final chapter of our life together was written after our move back to Lubbock, Texas, where we lived once before, less than a year after we were first married. During those early years in Lubbock, Ted was happy once he met his good friend Pete, with whom he hunted. Their motto was, If it flies, it dies. I was always amazed Ted could hunt after everything that happened to him, but he told me it was in his blood. It was as much a part of his DNA as the identity of his parents. That was why he wished to return to Lubbock when his health began to fail. Lubbock is a bird hunter's paradise, part of the Central Migration Flyway and very close to the Mississippi Flyway. The area is equivalent to a bird's holiday inn, a place where they can rest in open spaces and abundant fields beckon for grazing. Then the birds go on their way, completing their winter migration, only to return in the spring. However, though the birds still migrate as they always did, circumstances change. For twenty-plus years, Ted, Pete, and another friend always had hunted on the same lease near Spur, Texas. They continued their tradition until just three years before Ted died. At that point, they lost the lease because a man from the East Coast purchased the land and set up a hunting club that was too expensive for them to join. In all truth, Ted's health and general condition didn't lend themselves to hunting anymore, nor should he have been driving at all, much less to a spot 45 miles away from our home. So in a way, it was a blessing. To him, it was devastating. It was like that lease linked him to the one thing left he treasured enough to continue to fight for life. Once that was gone, all his hope also vanished. Though Ted was very ill and he had lost too much weight since our return to Texas, his physicians classified him as chronic, so it took me by surprise when he suddenly died of a massive heart attack in November 2010. At the time, I was out of work and was quickly running out of money. All seemed financially lost and probably would have been except for my family's help. Then I was hired to work at a local hospice. It seemed like a calling, a job God found for me. After my experiences with Ted's injuries and subsequent health condition, I was ready to give back to those going through similar circumstances. It was at that hospice one year right before Christmas that an LVN named Sue Martinez gave me a desk plaque. The plaque said, In the stillness, he is there. Soon after, one of the chaplains came into my office. Upon seeing the plaque, he said, Ah, in the stillness, that's where you do your best soul surgery. And so the idea for this book was born. It has been cathartic for me to pour out on the following pages the details of Ted's and my story. It tells about the agony of our experiencing life-altering events, but also analyzes the typical human response to such occurrences and goes on to explain the barriers an injured person and his caregiver must face to overcome defeat. Then the final section, half the book, tells you how, with God's help, you can triumph over tragedy and live to help others. There can be a peaceful and happy life following tragedy, but it takes hard work and a willingness to change. As far as I am concerned, 
One only wins when he seeks God's help and counsel. That can best be done in the stillness.